Welcome to the magic in daily endurance. I'm your host, Jesse Meister, coming to you this season from Canada. What if you could integrate the tools necessary to raise your vibration and change your life? This show will help you overcome your challenges, step into your power, and become the true badass you're meant to be. Join me as I chat with friends of mine that have dove deep into their shadow to see the light and are now ready to share their stories. This is the magic in daily endurance. Hello, world. (laughs) Today, I have the spaceman on the podcast, Spaceman Samson, aka the water shaman, heart alchemy, quantum metaphysician, light builder, angelic Reiki master, ascension guide. Samson, welcome to the magic in daily endurance. Aho, thank you for having me, dearly beloved. Let's drop into our heart if you feel so inclined. Let's do it. Super simple, super subtle, and filled with ease and grace if we would like. You can close your eyes and simply with your intention and your attention, imagine this ball of consciousness, this marble of light that is resting right where up where our pineal gland is in the middle of our brain. What we're going to simply do is drop that ball of consciousness from our head into our heart center. And then from there, we get to give ourselves three breaths. That first breath, we simply connect our heart with the heart of Mother Earth and breathe in the infinite loving, supporting, nurturing energies of Mama Gaia up through our feet permeating every single cell in our being and then on that exhale allowing all of our energy to settle into this sacred space of our heart that second breath we get to connect our heart with the heart of father sky central sun god goddess co-creation however you choose to see that and say it and as we breathe in Imagine breathing breathing these energies through the top of our key channel at that crown and again permeating every single cell in our being and then on that exhale allowing all of our energy to settle into the sacred space of our heart. In that third breath, we get to merge the energies of earth with the energies of us, with the energies of sky, with the energies of us. I, we all, and again on that exhale, simply allowing all of our energy from the inside to the outside to settle into this sacred space of our heart where we are accurately guided, guarded, and protected beyond all measures because we are all masters and we define that reality. Mm, hey, hey, hi, ho, ho. And that's what the water shaman does for a living. That was fantastic. For a thriving. That was fantastic. Thank you. And obviously anyone who knows me that listens to this podcast, they're like, that's why she has him on. (laughs) (laughs) Just bang right into it. Let's go. I love it. Yeah. You know, it's really where it's at. I feel like um, most of my dis-ease whenever I am caught in the uh, duality matrix or the density 
of anything comes from mind isms. And so when I can just drop from my head into my heart and use my head to live with my heart, everything is so much more harmonized and divine and alchemized from the beginning to the end and the start again. Mm, I that's fantastic. Thank um <laughs> I'm like so then now too. And I'm like, where do I start again? <laughs> Asking people their daily habits and rituals is where I start. Um, so is this something that you do every day? Like how what's your routine, water shaman? Hey, I'm eternally grateful for this question because routines gave me the things from my cells um to to simply be um the heart space breath i discovered that about five ish years ago when i first discovered the magic rings or the tensor rings um from my buddy twistedsage.com or twisted sage on youtube um that is where i first discovered the heart space breath technique or the trinity breath um and I drop into the Trinity breath whenever I wake up, whenever I go to sleep, um, and, and like a hundred times or more in between. Um, I call myself the self-appointed water shaman because I am a professional spring water artesian delivery man here in the Colorado Rocky Mountains. That's my full-time salary paid gig is I get to drive around the Rocky Mountains of Colorado and hand deliver five-gallon plastic BPA-free jugs, three-gallon glass, and like smaller bottles also of some of the most um, pure, pristine, um, blessed water in the lands. And so every single time I deliver or make a deliver or enter somebody's property, I enter into this sacred space of my heart so that Anything that may not be in highest alignment, distortions, um, chakra points on the earth that are energetic meridian lines known as ley lines, mm -hmm. some of these can attract some interesting type of distortions and density. And so what I do on one level is I drive through these properties and I clean and clear the auric field. Mm -hmm. And then I'm also hand delivering water and so i drop it in my heart every single time i touch a bottle of water because from my experience and research that's out there water one drop of water has an infinite capacity of storage and transmitting um energy information and so in my mind i'm thinking okay wow well if my mental emotional state is affecting everything around me thanks quantum mechanics quantum revelations really appreciate that one <laughs> i'm affecting the field with what i'm thinking and what i'm feeling mm -hmm. and so if i'm in this heart-based coherency that i am literally blessing this water with my love my gratitude my kindness my appreciation my compassion and what happens is then we bring that information into our being when we drink it. Mm -hmm. And I have found that's one of the greatest methods for healing known to man is simply attuning whatever it is that we are consuming. And then the alchemy just happens from there. It's like the placebo effect. You know, mm -hmm. uh, we think whether we think we can or we think we can't, we are right. right. Thanks, Henry Ford. <laughs> <And> <laughs> 
<laughs> and many more before him because he probably yeah. got that from somebody else. Oh yeah. Because we're we're open source out here, you know, yeah. we're in the information age or the golden age, as I like to think about it. I think we I think feel, understand, and know that this is the greatest time to ever be alive. Um, well, because we're here in the now, it's a present, it's the mm-hmm. gift. And so the heart space is uh my overarching, you know, modality. And I also have a daily ritual too. So um, I started doing Kundalini yoga about six, yeah, about six and a half years ago. And I just learned from YouTube. I got this one guy that I, that I still follow. His name is Victor Odo. Mm-hmm. And he's like a woo woo, you know, astrology, spirituality dude. And uh, he would, used to be a gym owner and stuff too so he would put like practical easy kundalini video or whatever and so i got some methods from him i got some methods from other people and i like built my own kundalini rising ritual and Mm. since i had started doing that i mean i had the the calling to start doing that right as i was moving out of albuquerque new mexico about seven years ago and that is uh, about yeah about seven years ago the person you're talking to now was a completely different version i was fully channeling my demon mm-hmm. version of myself and i was like selling cocaine and i was like caught up with cartel level individuals and i was attracting a lot of shadow darkness uh chaos for myself and everybody that i was around by trying to escape out of myself. So I was Mm -hmm. doing substances to try to get outside of my body because I was not comfortable with my energy and my body. Mm -hmm. And I had a cosmic cracking of the egg experience, uh, awakening, kundalini, rise, however we want to think about it and say a, you know, we, we wake up, we clean up, we grow up and we show up if we feel called by our soul and can follow the breadcrumbs. Mm -hmm. And so that's what ended up happening. I would notice that from doing the rising ritual to not doing it and missing a day, I would have like wild manic states where I would not really manic, but also like, you know, anxiety or depression or less able to manage my emotional and mental states Mm -hmm. and so by doing that kundalini you know 10 20 minute exercise every day it's the first thing i do when i wake up um it has shifted everything and since doing the kundalini i shifted a couple years ago now i do kriya from the paramahansa yogananda lineage of basically you can search on youtube the super art of self realization i think it's called and it they tell you how to do the kundalini practice and so i just thanks youtube youtube is our dad and google is our mom nowadays <laughs> and so i don't trust them but sure if you want to call them that yeah you know <laughs> some trauma needs to be healed <laughs> yeah totally right but at the same time living in the information age if you want to yeah. fix something you can go to youtube or you know yeah. learn how to do something you get the physical oh wow and I'm a real kinesthetic learner, so hands-on mm, is really mm-hmm. how I just get in the dirt, you know, get in the mud and mm-hmm. deep dive into the deepest shadowy realm that you can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's usually my motto, <laughs> doing doing everything the hard way so it's easy next time, and then I still do it the hard way. 
but <laughs> you know, I'm growing and glowing and learning along the way. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I noticed from what's up, Kitty? Yeah, I noticed <laughs> so awesome. I, I noticed <laughs> it's the best ever. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it's the fur children. Um, it's not even but- mine. <laughs> I'm babysitting. <laughs> that makes it even more epic. That is what I call a house lion. And yeah. you know, calling upon the spirit of the smiling jaguar. We are here mm. to embrace all energies right now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so yeah, back to the yoga thing. I noticed mm. that by creating this daily ritual of even breath work, affirmation reading, whatever it is, we can find it in our own way and dial it in and tune it in for ourselves we get to um really shape the flow of the energies of the day mm-hmm. and um i used to do kundalini i felt like it was more like hyper masculine and i was at a point where i needed more feminine energy so i feel like switching to kriya for the last two years has been more emphasis on breath work and mm. channeling the energies up and down my spine instead of more like movement and positions it's like way less movement but more breathing and more intentional channeling of our energies through all of the chakra points in our body mm-hmm. and so the the rising ritual changed my life that's one of the things that i recommend to everybody is mm-hmm. like yo just start a rising ritual no matter how small and then from there you put one foot in front of the other and like it stacks up it adds up and then you're waking up and you're like whoa it's the best day ever and of course there's some yeah. days where you wake up and you're like i just don't want to do this shit like mm-hmm. today i mean even me like on the on the great ends i call them i'm just like not trying to do anything mm-hmm. but i notice that once i get up i do my rising ritual everything is so much more harmonized i feel like mm-hmm. i have a cleaner palette or canvas to create on mhm No, I agree with that for sure, especially changing it up. And I've said this before. I love that no one has the same ritual or routine ever. There's always something else. And YouTube, like it's free. And even something as simple as like saying thank you before you shut off your alarm. Like, thank you that I woke up today. I can start with that, right? That's a big one. I heard this great one that I learned from Eddie Madden. Shout out Eddie Madden, uh, chef coach madden on ig um he's like when i wake up he's like i literally jump out of bed and say thank you or yes like literally <laughs> like you get out of bed and then jump in the air and say like thank you or yes <laughs> even that start, yeah i should start doing that like, yes thank you let's go let's get it gets it. <laughs> that momentum going you know it's a momentum game i feel like mm-hmm. okay so since you talked about water I am a big water person now. (laughs) Wasn't always. Like I've always had a water filter of some sort in my home. But then I found springs in 2021, I believe. I started going to the spring in Canmore to get water. So what kind of water do you collect and like give to people? Do you actually go to a spring or is it like, what is, what kind of water are you delivering? So what makes the water that I deliver um, spring water is it is known as an artesian well. Mm. 
Mm. Basically, what happens is it starts as snow melt at the top of whatever mountain, mm-hmm. and then wherever there is a spring at, and then it goes through all of the different layers of sediment through the earth. And in my mind, it's getting structured by the different mm. layers of Mother Earth and the different filters of Mother Earth. And then it gets to a point where it's in this aquifer or this underground lake, river, however we want to imagine it. And it gets to a point where it becomes so pressurized that it actually finds it naturally is pumping out of the earth Mm. at about uh, the one that I delivered for El Dorado natural spring water. It's coming out of the ground at about 70 to like 72 degrees all the time, 24 seven, you know, um, and it's naturally pushed up through the earth comparatively. If we were to go to a well, or go to a place where you're you have made a well and you drilled into the earth and hit an aquifer and then put a pump in there and then you bring it up. Well, the reason artesian or any type of spring water is the best for you is because it's naturally structured by the earth. And mm-hmm. so that is it has more bioavailability of structured information that we can bring into our body and then we get hydrated or nourished. And the wild thing is I think only three to 5% of the natural artesian springs on our planet are not contaminated. So Mm. we have, we have springs that are everywhere that are naturally getting pushed up by the earth, but due to humans or, you know, just due to lack of consciousness, that could Mm. be the best way to put it. Mm -hmm. Um, We have polluted these beautiful sacred places like our oceans or, Mm. you know, these water sources, which in my mind is, is uh, very interesting because I think we are in the middle of the, or in the middle of the psychedelic revolution, but then also we are in the middle the middle of like human beings remembering that we get to be stewards for our planet Mm -hmm. instead of just trashing it but the best part about that is when we bring this spring water into our body and then we go and try the tap water our body will immediately be like no that tap water is caca like does not taste good you know and and in my mind like what we are tasting is the clumping up of the water molecules mm. because the water that's running through our normal houses, pipe systems in our homes, it's not in a natural flow. It's usually like, in a, you know, it's all over the place, however they did it. Mm-hmm. And what happens is the flow, it clumps the water molecules up. So, and it probably has a bunch of other you know, um, not <laughs> ideal flavors in there from yeah. leftover pharmaceuticals to mm-hmm. heavy metals, mm-hmm. radioactive materials. Mm-hmm. Um, there is some interesting stuff that is inside of our water. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, for me, like bringing in the artesian spring water um, into my body is one of the most essential things that I can do for my health you know, for just to be, to be Mm -hmm. happy, to be healthy and to be whole. I think the number one cause of our disease on our planet is from a lack of proper hydration. So we're just dehydrated because 1% of dehydration leads to like significant mental and emotional, physical, I don't want to say defects, but dis-ease pretty much. Mm -hmm. 
And then from there, it's just like, it's a landslide. The symptoms can just expand. And then what's the main thing that's wrong in our world is like inflammation. Everybody's mm-hmm. just walking around super inflamed, inflamed. <laughs> yep. Yep. They are <laughs> inflamed. Everyone's fired up. And, uh, <laughs> That just makes sense, right? Like I, I heard this great, great quote from Kyle Kingsbury. And it's uh, at some point in our life, he was talking about relationships, but in some point in our life, we get to embrace the fires of our life with the sacred waters within. Mm. And that's really the dance, you know, it's how much fire, how much water, how much earth, how much air do we have inside of our vessel for our optimal balance? Dr. Emoto, is that the water guy? Yeah. 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 With the studies on water and he would yeah. like freeze them and say like, he would play different music to yeah. each different Petri dish. And then he would also like say things to each different um, yeah. Petri dish. And the ones that he was like, I love you too, where it's like a beautiful snowflake. And then the ones he was like, I hate you too, was like shattered glass is what it looked like. Yeah. And you can even try that for yourself with like a rice experiment, it's called, where you get like three jars of cooked rice. Yeah. And on one jar of rice, you put I love you. On one jar, you put like ignore. And then on the other jar, you put I hate you. And literally from the experiments that people have done, it's like two months later. And the one that you said I love you to looks like fresh steamed rice. I got to try that one. It's like yeah. it, all this is so fascinating to me, especially the more you dive down like affirmations and the way that you're talking to yourself and being 70% water and knowing that your words of vibration, what are you speaking to yourself and just trying to yeah. change all of that modality within your own body. Right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. it starts with the structurization of what we are bringing into our being, right? Whether mm-hmm. that be you know, choosing to create our own meals instead of going out to eat or mm-hmm. however, it, however it is that we can dial into these ways that we can be more optimal with our, you know, our cells, as I say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so important. And people are like, oh, whatever. Like, no, don't call yourself an idiot. Like, it doesn't matter what you just did. Yeah. Don't call yourself an idiot. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. Right. And the crazy thing is I remember telling myself, those things a number of years ago Mm -hmm. i'm just like wait a second like it it yes we we can call ourselves those things or we could say you know i am a unique bioluminescent luminal light being Mm -hmm. and i have uh my own soul embodied way of communicating instead of i'm a fucking idiot (laughs) (laughs) be nice to yourself be nice to yourself yeah love ourselves we get to you know this is our experience you chose to be here. Not everyone believes that, but I'm like, okay. <laughs> I know, right? I love that one. It's like, I know I for sure chose to be here. And then other yeah. people are like, I don't even know why I chose to be here. Or they'll be like, I can't believe I'm going to be, you know, 30 next year or whatever. I'm like, what? Why are you worried about that? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's I'm so like- <laughs> much cool shit out there, you know? Like, everything is the shit. Yeah. But- there's so much stuff for us. It doesn't matter what realm we get allured by. I think we all have our unique set of allurements mm-hmm. and desires. And if we can oh, yeah. follow those, the magic, the magic, it's beyond words. Just did you know that de- explain. Did you know that desire is actually a lower vibrational word? Really? I got to send you that because oh, I, I, I like saw that. that. Yeah. On Instagram a couple weeks back. And I was like, really? 
desire, eh? It's like, it's below the heart. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you I got to stop saying desire. <laughs> well, you know what I think? I think the best part about that is I heard this recently, like, especially in the spiritual age, the spiritual age that we're in, it's, um, you know, we have access to like everything pretty mm, much if you really think yeah. about it. Right. And so whatever kind of lineage tradition that you feel called to, or you feel an attraction to, mm -hmm. it's like, go for it. But then also remembering, you know, some of these teachings and modalities are focused predominantly on the upper chakras. Yeah. And so it's like being mindful that, you know what, we are a whole and complete being mm -hmm. and we don't want to look like popsicle or like the lollipop gill, you know, <laughs> the giant lollipop at the top. And you're just like galactivated at the top, but then it's just a little stick at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. We have to actually align all of them. <laughs> yeah. It's full spectrum. You know, you can get all the lollipop chakras open, you know, <laughs> right. Rainbow body. Yeah. Which is what we are. Yeah. hundred percent what we are. Yeah, okay. totally. So nobody can see you. I am eventually going to put these on YouTube, but you have all of these galactic copper rings around your body. I would love to chat with you about that. And that's twistedsage.com. You were saying earlier. Yeah. What is it? So, How did you get into it? Tell me the story. All right. This is an epic story. So says we're yeah, it's totally in alignment. We were talking about allurements and attractions um i moved from albuquerque new mexico after waking up and really becoming aware of my energy and my experience in the now and it was just one galactivation after another one activation after another from books that i would find that would just crack my cosmic egg open to people to experiences to places to situations and long story, long story short, moved here to Denver, Colorado in 2017, and it was January. And I, it took me like three months to find a job when I was first out here, and I was kind of in a funk. But then I finally landed a job, and I was like a home improvement specialist. And at this time, I had started. I had that was like a month or two, yeah, I was three months into my rising ritual practice of just doing my rising ritual and feeling like aligned and happy and like really balanced for the first time in years. And I'm like fixing inside and outside of home. So I'm finding a lot of copper wire. And then I'm finding, I'm also doing landscaping too. So I'm just shoveling like tons of landscaping rock into wheelbarrows and like carting them over and, you know, making, making the land look real fancy. And um, these crystals would pop up like the type of landscaping rock that I was using was this local rock called Colorado Rose and it's from these quarries out here they get them from all these different mountains up in up at the top of these peaks and there was like giant terminated quartz crystals that I would find I would just find handfuls of them every single shovel I'm like oh what's up cousin and what's up grandfather because the, the crystals and the stones actually are grandfathers mm. and so that's one of the names for them and or you know stone buddhas and so i'd find these crystals and i would get like 
light activations or like light codes from these crystals and long story you know short i'm like searching on youtube how to wrap copper wire because it you know i'm seeing people make amazing beautiful like heady you know galactivated jewelry Mm. with copper wire and crystals and i'm like it can't be that hard like you know somebody's doing it i'm just gonna learn how to do it and all of a sudden it pops up you know we could call it fate we call it destiny we call it synchronicity pops up with a video from twisted sage studios i hadn't seen a video from him before and it says how to wrap hedica the copper elemental symbol for water mm. <laughs> and again this isn't on video but y'all can search hedica at twistedsage.com or just it's under the elementals tab if you go to twistedsage.com it should be like at the bottom of the page on products um, or you could just search Hedica on YouTube and it'll pop up probably with the video. It's about 10 years old um, mm. from my buddy, Brian Besco. And there's five elementals. The, the one that, uh, that I'm talking about right now is Hedica, the water elemental. And that's the one that there was a video tutorial on how to make. And so intuitively, I get the download um, how to make all of these tensor technologies or these copper heart based quantum technologies is by cutting this length of wire that you have twisted or have not twisted. But if you are twisting it, it's using a right hand clockwise spiral. Mm. And then you cut the length of the wire to a sacred cubit measure. They get these cubit measures from sacred sites around the globe um, the ones that I was, and you can check out sacredmeasures.com if anybody's interested in checking out sacred measures and you can start playing for yourself. Um, or you can just search how to wrap Hedica on YouTube if you're feeling the call. And um, so I cut it to that sacred measure, which I believe the first one I did was the King's Chamber, and it's like 20, 20 inches, 0.63, and it goes on. They're like hundred thousandths of a cubic. Uh, measure centimeter and so it's like you get to use your intuitive divine you know alignment to cut it to that exact uh, frequency we could call it but it's a length and so once the piece of wire is cut to that sacred cubit it actually becomes an, an antenna for those same exact energies frequencies and vibrations that are from these sacred sites around the globe wow um, and so I'll all of a sudden, you know, I'm wrapping up a bunch of these Hedica Triskelions. And this symbol is also known through like Celtic mythology. You can find a, a place that this is carved into a cave that is over 10,000 years old. Mm -hmm. um, this is a predating Atlantean symbol, but was very much used in Atlantean times, especially the Triskel. But anyways, so... I get the intuitive um, remembrance because I've been making these for thousands of lifetimes Yeah. Um, on how to make the other ones. So there's mm. this one's the water one, which is Hedica. There is Kaleem, which is the air one, which looks like a two spiral. And then there is Plymela, which is a four spiral, and that's the wind. And then there is Chassel, which is the fire elemental. And then there is Ether which has no name it's space and if you can imagine that's the one i got uh attached to the most or downloaded most like whoa this is the one i worked with the most <laughs> throughout lifetimes that's where the spaceman samson comes from on my instagram yeah inspiration and so 
all of a sudden, I, and like I said, there was only a tutorial on how to make the Hedica Triscalian. And I just intuitively remembered how to make all of them. Hmm. And so I'm just cranking out packs of these elementals, just like giving them to friends, giving them to random people that I'd meet in the city as I'm doing home improvement stuff. And then at the exact same time, I learned how to make organite too, mm. which is basically using epoxy resin or some kind of polymer that they make natural ones that are made from plants. Um, and you mix up two parts of these chemi chemicals that are derived from plants and it creates a chemical um, effect where they start to harden and then it solidifies forever. And so I just intuitively was just discovering how to make these energetic tools that I have been making in different ways throughout past lifetimes, but they've all culminated into this now moment. Well, mm -hmm. long story, long story short, again, the owner of Twisted Sage Studios, Brian Besco, shows up at my house like six months or a year later. <laughs> and, I, and I had never met him before. Like I, I was like... You know, I had bought one of these bracelet generators. Um, it's called a tensor field generator mm -hmm. from his website, Twisted Sage Studios. And I was just like drawn, like just, you know, blowing it up on Instagram, like just leaving reviews, like just pumped. And so all of a sudden, I think I was, my soul was communicating with him in night class or something. We were doing some kind of work in the astrals and the ethers shows up at my house and drops me off this ascension chamber, this ascension pyramid. At the time it was like 2,200 bucks. And he's like, just pay me when you can, bro. And I was like, what? Like, I deserve this. Are you kidding mm -hmm. me? Mm -hmm. Like, what? It, it totally, that was another cracking of the cosmic egg moment because when you stand in these ascension chambers that my buddy, and his family make up in uh, Buffalo Gap, South Dakota, you literally drop into your heart with those three breaths, and then you ascend or go through duality into this field of neutrality. It's beyond duality. So mm -hmm. you literally leave the three-density realm into a higher, more harmonized, heart-based connection to all that is to where you step in this chain chamber and all oaths vows promises cords contracts agreements they just zoom, like they're not real anymore like yeah. they're, they're not allowed to be because you've stepped into a higher octave mm -hmm. and so you have a higher level of a cord and you know uh another thing that is really wild it's similar to like story work like mm -hmm. you step in this chamber and it's like your brain goes through this timeline of your experience. This is how it was for me and a couple of my other friends where like your life looks like a movie reel. And it's like, you're in this pyramid, you're just meditating, you're just chilling, but you're like brought to a completely different perspective and space and state. And it's like a movie reel of all of your past experiences and how we thought they were mm -hmm. get shifted and brought into wisdom and like, harmonized and alchemized so like even the version of ourself that was caught in that hell or that you know the complete distortion and loop of insanity is able to just get pulled back into harmony and things shift and change because for me the past doesn't exist from my mm -hmm. experiences like it does but it it doesn't because we're it's the perpetual now it's always now 
And so the past technically is the future healed. Or wait a second, the future is technically the past healed. There we go. And so when we're able to completely release all of these oaths, vows, soul contracts, agreements, then we are able to co-create and establish better ones. Because I feel like no matter what, that's what we do. We're here Mm -hmm. to attract these situations and experiences to learn, grow, and evolve, hopefully. But sometimes it takes us lifetimes to distill the wisdom from some experiences, and all choices are valid. But um, yeah, since then, it's just been quantum leap after quantum leap. I feel like from working with these tensor technologies over the last four and a half, five years, I've made probably a hundred years of personal development. Wow. At least, at least. I mean, just the leaps and the bounds within my consciousness, it's further expanding and like present. It's like, it's like this loving observer effect. It feels like no matter what I'm experiencing, there's over, there's like this part of myself that I can always just like lean into and just like trust fall into. That's just this loving observer. So even if I'm like, you know, in the most hellish experience, it's just like full on, I'm able to, you know, absorb the love out of it or not even absorb it, but just completely shift and flip the script, you know? Mm -hmm. And so the wildest thing too is tensor technologies or this copper ring that is a room temperature superconductor. That's the best way to describe it for the analytical mind. But really what it is, is that these technologies are a merging or a bridging of the science and the spirituality aspects of our being. Mm -hmm. And I heard it described in such a great way. It's using left brain technology to do right brain work or right brain technology to do left brain work either way. Um, And that's really it. It's like, okay, these tools are available for us. And like, I use the analogy, like, okay, it's, it's, you know, you can dig a hole with your bare hands, you know, if you're like building a fence or something, or if you're doing anything like you can, you can use your bare hands or you can use a a hammer, you could use a shovel, you could use a backhoe, you could use, you know, you can use a tractor, you could use a dinosaur. I mean, it's all upon our our imagination. (laughs) Come here and dig that hole. (laughs) Yeah. We're only, you know, we really are only limited by our imagination. It's true. It's true. to the level like that's what these tensor technologies have really helped me with is to release my distortions and my illusions that have been based through experiences in this lifetime and potentially many other experiences in past lifetimes Mm -hmm. and then to fully be able to go into it and harmonize it and like they call it soul extraction or like these parts of ourselves that get fragmented from experiences and we can experience soul loss we can experience like fractured of our psyche Mm. and for me i feel like these are like a whole incomplete way for us to bring ourselves back into alignment bring ourselves back into whole incompleteness because that's truly our natural state you know as being a a reiki healer um that that is what i do i hold a field of energy that is whole incompleteness 
Mm-hmm. And then that field helps others remember whoever my client is. I'm just helping them remember and then they healed themselves. That's really what's happening, right? I'm yeah. not the magical guru. I mean, I am in my own respects, but it's not the end all be all. I think we're really here to like illuminate and shine our light so that others can remember that they are able to actually shine their light mm-hmm. because I believe we're all equal here. We're mm-hmm. all equal here. There's no such the 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 illusions of status and money and power and you know um, perspective and everything else in between. We're all equal. We all mm-hmm. have the equal amount of energy that co-creates worlds. That's what we tap into. We tap into the energies that co-create worlds. Yeah. And um, by working with these, it's funny too, because these tensor technologies, there's this great book. It's called Dancing with Water, The New Science of Water. And I believe they have a second edition. That's the one that I would go for if anybody's interested. And it literally teaches you how you can structure water yourself with whatever type of technologies that are available to you that you can have access to. And um, the tensor rings, let's say you get one copper tensor ring from somebody who's making them. There's people who are making them all over the world because mm-hmm. um, it's really not that hard to do it. It is more of the, if you're doing it with the highest intentions of divine love and kindness compared to the mind stuff. Mm-hmm. If you still have attachments with the third density of power or these constructs that are literally dissolving before our feet for the higher levels of consciousness that we are entering, because that's it. Everything's consciousness. That's really it. Mm-hmm. And so to the level that we can expand, include, and transcend everything that we are experiencing from the inside then out, that's when we become superhuman. And um, by placing one of these copper rings around a vessel of water, it act, even like tap water, you can get a glass of tap water, put a tensor ring o- over it, and within six hours, the water molecules in the glass of water become spiraled because the tensor ring is it's creating this column of light, but it's also like creating a vortex or wow. like a they call it a torus. And it's this like tube of light that's like the energy is folding into itself and then expanding outside of itself. It kind of looks like a donut when we're looking at it from a mm-hmm. 3D perspective. So the energy's going in and then it's flowing out and it's going in and it's flowing out. And so one of these rings is literally doing that field. It's pulling all the energy in and then expanding it out. And it's pulling mm-hmm. in density, EMF, negative thought forms. And then anything that comes into this field, it then gets harmonized alchemized and then transformed and so literally the water molecules become spiraled and then they become um structured in a higher level and actually can be brought back to its original consciousness of water that was in that area before Mm -hmm. it had you know all the pharmaceuticals and everything else into it and so yeah the tensor rings are amazing and the trippy thing too is i'm kind of in together kind of i'm totally here in the now (laughs) with um the tensor the tensor ring this copper ring if you're to check on twistedsage.com um and they have more advanced tools now from like pendants to 
bracelets to you know really expensive pieces they're like eight thousand dollars for like a flower of life you know really beautiful you know energy mover mm, um mm-hmm. so that's really it they're they're energy movers um and harmonizers and balancers but they all got brought back into our collective consciousness about 30 years ago 30 plus by this guy named slim sperling and he passed away in 2007 but um he was a master a master geodowser he um was a master welder um i think he started his own welding association and he brought this tensor ring technology because it's a technology it's been here for millennia and our ancestors used to like our ancestors 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 used to use them mm. and the egyptians used to use them like there's the museum of natural history here in denver and there's a legit tensor ring on display oh wow like who knows how many thousands of years ago and so he brought this tensor technology back and here's the craziest part he brought it back here in colorado like exactly where i'm at like in the area that i'm at oh and so wow i'm in a I'm at this place where I'm like holding the torch and it's funny too because he taught my best friend, Brian Besco of Twisted Sage Studios, of course, right? So of it's course. like he's my he's my teacher's teacher. Yeah. And and even Mark England, that's how like I got a crazy wild connection with Mark England because mm. he bought one of the tools from Slim Sperling back in 2005 when he was still alive. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like a giant full circle, <sighs> pun intended. And, <laughs> and and even even the the gentleman, one of my teacher's teacher, the grandmaster, Slim Sperling, he um he said that with every single tensor ring that gets created by professionals or people who are just discovering about these technologies and feeling the calling to make them themselves, the light quotia on our planet goes up just a little bit more just a little Mm. bit more and you know we really are in this age of illumination whether that be you know illuminating the darkness or the shadows because i i firmly believe like the darkness is nothing to be afraid of there's there's nothing outside of you that can hurt you at Mm -hmm. all it's all our Mm co-creation and so if we are experiencing anything that we don't necessarily like it's there because we love it in some weird way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like if we wanted things to change, they would change. Like it's okay, that our simple. school. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> the worst. <laughs> I know, right? And so it's this uh, this dance, I feel like, is really what it is of like the things that are showing up in our life that are the tools that we get to use, whether that's sound healing. And by the way, like you put a tensor ring around a sound bowl, like a quartz or even a metal bowl and the sound transforms. So it's not just water that gets transformed. It's sound electronics, EMFs. I mean, this is, it's basically like the ultimate passive technology and then however we feel inclined to use our imagination we Mm -hmm. can then amplify the field and you know take it even further so now with this i'm thinking like the little plastic rings that go underneath my bowls i'm like ooh, can i make like those rings with the plastic around them so that i just like have them that would be so cool that's actually genius thank you for that I'm going oh my to, god i'm gonna drop that through the grapevine to my buddy and be like yo if you can make a little 
because there are people who make sound the plastic. Dude. Yeah, there are people Called who put out the plastic here. around it. It's crazy. It's crazy. You talk about that too, because there is. It's another type where you get the tensor technology, but then they go even further and mm-hmm. they they create plasma. So they create this plasma and they put it in the tube that's like a plastic tube encasing one of these copper tensor rings. And like apparently it, it amplifies the field. You can put like literally your intentions of like a medicine that you want to be in there. And then you literally put it under the bowl and you're like singing it with the bowl and it goes out into the wow. entire cosmos, the entire radius of your conscious influence field, however big or small that is. Okay. And- if this becomes a thing, I'm buying them. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so many yeah, sound healers help. would buy that for sure. They help. Cause it's and energy. Actually, that, well that that's the biggest thing too and honestly like one of um the coolest thing too is we're seeing all of these different type of you can call them woo woo but they're fringe not accepted by the fda whatever you know energy right like i trust you, you the go, fda <laughs> i know right cheese and rice <laughs> You know, well, you know, the the great thing is that there is divine (laughs) beings that are in all facets and aspect of our world. So like, I mean, you know, a good example is I was like walking through Costco a couple weeks ago and this dude's like, sweet poncho, bro. And I was like, yeah, I'm the water shaman. What's up, dude? And then he's like, I would have never thought to meet a shaman in Costco. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, hello. And we're we're homies now. Yeah, it's great. That's so great. You just meet people <laughs> wherever we're at and our energy attracts people to us if we are open and well, mm-hmm. no matter what we're doing, even if we're focusing on something negative, you know, that reticular activating system goes out and then we just meet more <laughs> people go. that are in a shitty attitude. You know? <laughs> but Not yes, true. there is there is one technology. That, <gasps> uh, sorry for y'all that don't know that you can see but you can see with your heart right now or you can just go to twistedsage.com and check out the betar coil but this was literally created by this awesome uh it's kelly research technologies and i believe they are out in virginia mm-hmm. and they literally um the guy who created the, it's it's like a gold 24 karat spiral kind of looks like a labyrinth it's hard to see mm-hmm. but um this is a dowsing device. So they first created this for headphones. They put this little coil into headphones and it would harmonize that the sound, whatever mm. kind of sound. So I can only imagine putting this under a crystal bowl, that right. entire, it, it literally, it, some of it changes the color of sound. Like people will be able to see color coming oh. from the sound after these things. Um, but what this antenna is this was this is a device where there's a tensor ring around it and then there's a gold-plated copper coil and this coil was created by nikola tesla Mm -hmm. and what this coil does is it is an amplifier and a transmitter or an antenna that is a dual spin coil that is bringing this fountain effect so it's if you can imagine energetic fountain going up about 18 inches and energetic fountain going down about 18 inches on both sides. And 
what I use this thing for is like dowsing. Like you run your thumb around it and you can ask yourself a question. It's known as a stick plate and you can do it. You could even do it with your fingernail. Like you don't need this physical tool. You can do it with your fingernail with dowsing mm-hmm. and you just run your fingernail on your other fingernail and you ask yourself a question. And whenever it stops, that's how you know your answer is legit. It's like physical, like body dowsing. Oh, I love it. And so it's like tapping into the energetic field to get intuitive navigation from our soul, from our cells. Another Mm. cool way we could do it that's super simple that includes the whole body is you stand in the direction of true north, wherever you're at, just stand in north. And then you ask yourself a question and you'd be like, my name is Samson. And then you'll literally feel yourself get pulled forward if it's yes. Mm -hmm. And if not, you get, you know, pulled backwards. And so it's like, there's all these different ways that we can incorporate these technologies that are available to us to help us navigate our world for the Mm -hmm. highest and greatest. So yeah, they're awesome. I like that because pendulums, like if I go buy a pendulum, they never work for me ever. Like they just sit there and like they wiggle and I'm not doing anything. They just like vibrate. And I'm like, what, why, like, why do you not work? But then if I use my body, I've cleared them. Like it doesn't matter pendulums are not a thing but i've also been told like a whole bunch lately like your intuition is so strong and i'm like okay so i don't have to ask anything it's just like that i already know right <laughs> yeah so i'm like okay <laughs> okay all the healers of the doubt. world i get it <laughs> you don't need doubt because you already know <laughs> exactly exactly like, why am i doubting my why am i asking something else i already know the answer Bye. yeah that thing is I- really cool I know I took this with a couple other tools when I did my 5,500 mile drive around the U S back in mm-hmm. last October, mm-hmm. I went, um, I went blessing and connecting and bridging the West coast to the East coast, like so energetically. Cool. It was yeah. crazy. I dropped a giant etheric tensor ring around the entire U S. Um, it was nuts. Uh, and my next one is going global. So we out here. Coming to Canada? You coming to Canada anytime? Yes, <laughs> I would love to do that. Actually, we'll I was go to born Lake in Louise. Mo- I was born in Montana, so like, pretty oh. much, we're pretty much cousins, you know. Yeah, that's like four <laughs> hours away. That's <laughs> so, so close. far. So close. Um, I love that. I feel like in my own world, like since I got back from Costa Rica, I don't like going into Calgary. That's where I like grew up, mm. lived forever, right? But there's this road that goes all around. It's called the Ring Road. It's called Stony Trail. And it goes all the way around, right? And so if I need to go anywhere, it's like this triangle that I've been making since I got back. And I was like, I think I'm honestly just like spreading as much energy as I can around before I go in. Right? Like you saying this, I'm like, there's my confirmation. You're doing some grid work, you know? Yeah. Because we're all all doing that. Like we forget that like a lot of this energy work or energy movement comes Mm -hmm. from a level of us just being super fucking relaxed. Like Mm -hmm. that's the, that's the key right there. Right. If you're high, strong and anxious and in a place where you're trying to do some energy work, like good luck. (laughs) Straight up. You're still going (laughs) to, you're still going to be fine. But if you can calm yourself down and really like get into this relaxed state, that's Mm -hmm. when we really, when you can trust the divine channel. 
Mm -hmm. then it's just, it's flowing through us. Right. And and most of the time when I do most of my high level energy movement, I'm driving my water dragon around, which is my water truck. And I'm like fully just like shifting and altering timelines, just like, Oh, next timeline, hop in. (laughs) Well, even when you were saying that, I was like the energy that you yourself are putting in that water by that being in that truck, when you deliver it, and it's going to those people and they're ingesting it, right? So I'm like, that is just so cool. Yeah, the the relationships blow my mind just yeah. wide open. Like I I meet some people that I'm just like, what is going on here? Like some people they're <laughs> like, yeah, my, I used to be best friends with Timothy Leary and Ram Dass and all those guys. And I was like, oh my God, you're like an OG head. And then like you meet, you know, I like I delivered, of course I'm the water shaman. So I'm delivering, yeah. I delivered to this Qigong retreat center up in Estes Park, Colorado. And like the lineage of real masters, like the mm-hmm. guy who owns this place, it's called the Dow House. And like, he's a real master, master uh, chin. And uh, like, he's not, he, I haven't met him yet, like in the physical, but he's coming back this year. He spends two years at his temple in Cali or his retreat center in Cali. And then two years in Estes Park in Colorado. Oh, wow. And he's coming back this year. And so I'm like, oh, like this dude can like <laughs> walk through walls and stuff like no BS. And yeah. <laughs> So I like, believe of it. I, of course, I delivered to the the Dow House, but the funniest thing is I delivered to the Tea House at the Dow House, and the Tea House lady, the lady who lives at the Tea House, her name's Laura, and she's a legit like God goddess embodied. Like we just mm-hmm. every time I come to her house, we like sit down and have tea, and like the teas that she pulls out are like thousand dollar teas from like all these exotic different places around the world, and I'm just like what is going on here? Cause I'm a tea head. Like I'm a tea aficionado. Like I just love tea. Like that's part of my rising ritual is tea also cool. and some Sheila G and mushrooms and whatever else I can to get my cells really primed and ready for the day. Love but um, the latest tea really blew me away. It was a mandarin, like a mm. tiny little mandarin and they stuffed it with oolong tea and it had a little like tea cap, like kind of like how a pumpkin looks. Yeah. But it's a tiny little mandarin. And then oh, she, wow. Like, they like stuff the tea in there. It's from this like sacred place in China. And, and I'm, I'm like, and then of course, I'm just like sitting there like talking to her and like telling her all of my wild stories. Who's <laughs> like, <laughs> Being the water shaman, I mean, my life is mythical and like magical yeah. AF every yeah. day. And even the days when I'm caught in some hell loop that I've created for myself, it's still very magical. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the tea, the tea is where it's at. Yeah. I love Come it. For tea. <laughs> tea. Come on in. Yeah. That's what I do with my the the shadowy, you know, um aspects of myself that, mm-hmm. that may be feeling kind of wild. I just bring them in for tea and then we we come to an agreement. That's yeah. That nice cup of hot, warm Java, Java tea, yeah. not Java. <laughs> That's good too. I'm I'm not attached. I mean, I, I enjoy it all, but I am deeply attached to my soul. So you know, the soul's greatest addiction is to matter and cheese yeah. and rice. Cheese and rice. I don't think I've ever had cheese and rice. What? Oh, <laughs> that must be an American thing. It's like pie well, and apple pie and cheese. I well, have I tried raised, that though. Apple pie and cheese, huh? What kind of cheese? 
I think it has to be cheddar. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I, like I, I was thinking like a brie or something. You no, know? Cheddar. cheddar melted. Wow, that must yeah. be. A, is that a Canadian thing? No, that's an American thing. <laughs> we yeah, like to put ice is. cream on our pie. <laughs> <laughs> and a is a a real oh, thing? Oh, I mean, it depends who you're talking to. <laughs> Yeah, it depends. A. It depends what part of the the A you're in. Yeah, sometimes I just randomly say it to some of my U.S. friends, and they're like, "There's the Canadian," and I was like, hey. I, "Like we don't even think of it because it's just like hey. uh, A." Oh, that. I got that A. Eh? <laughs> yeah, I got, well, so I was raised in northern New Mexico, so that's where the cheese and rice comes from. Is it's like oh. beans, beans and rice, and like green chili, okay. and like that's that's soul food for me that that's mm. what i was raised on is like there's something about some pinto beans that have just been in the pressure cooker all day mm-hmm. and i started cooking when i was 10 years old in northern nice. new mexico nice and so like that was my first passion or occupation was cooking rice and cheese <laughs> yeah right beans and rice cheese and rice rice and cheese but it they, sounds you, delicious it's have you ever had green chili no oh okay it's is it right. actually green yeah 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 yeah. so it's like you could picture a jalapeno right yeah it's a little bit bigger than uh, it's probably like twice the size of a jalapeno right okay and they're usually hotter some of them some of them are mild uh, you know it depends on what kind you got they got mild medium hot but my favorite's like as hot as you can get it like so hot that you're just like your brain's burning and you're just like ah. but it's so good for you <laughs> I've actually, I'm a, I love spice, but the past couple of weeks I've been eating hot sauce and like, it's too hot. I'm like, what is happening to me? Something is happening to me. Taste buds could be changing. You never know. Everything is changing. That's so true. (laughs) I feel like our crystalline bodies are coming in. You know, this could just be a thesis or a hypothesis from the water shaman, but our crystalline cellular matrix is fully coming online and operational to where like mm-hmm. old foods and things that we used to consume maybe not are serving us anymore so we get to like update and upgrade mm-hmm. and renew the, uh whatever mm-hmm. we're bringing into ourselves. because i mean yeah it's been real interesting also the moon was pretty wild in cancer i don't know if yeah. you felt that one oh Ooh. i like we could talk about this after about like the past three months of my life i'm just like Same. i do not know what is happening but i'm ready for it and you know i've just been high-fiving my demons and my shadows just like <laughs> all the last three months since i got back from richmond or not yeah. i didn't even go to richmond since i got back from moneta the lake house yeah yeah i was like so cool and and even that, like that sent me on a whole other portal. I was like, that whole trip, like, I don't know if you heard the, I don't know if you listened to the Primal Man podcast. Mm, by, I didn't listen to your Chase. episode yet. So yeah, trippy shit. I ran into the darkest entity I've ever met in my entire life. And that's saying something because I've been, I've been through the portals and voids of hell through whatever oh realm we can imagine, you know, like literally I've hanged out and was like chilling with cartel level individuals. And they're like telling me how to kill somebody and like <laughs> just deep, dark, <laughs> wild randomness. And all that got blew out of the way when I landed in uh, Virginia. <laughs> I just like wow. come face to face with this electrical shadow monster. 
That's the best way I can put it. And uh, it was also like connected and tapped into the consciousness of everybody that was in the lake house. So that was great. So it's like 31 plus people tapped into this thought form and they didn't know it. And I didn't even know it until the like 24 hours of me being there. And I like full on like am in battle with this being on the psychic realms. Wow. And everything shifts and I hug it. And everything shifted. Wow. (laughs) But the amount of like fear and psychosis and like mental breakdown that I had, I felt like my heart was going to blow out of my chest in Uh that experience. Mm -hmm. And um, the day after I woke up and everything had changed. It's a completely different world. But I remember like standing at the lake house and I was like, this is so beautiful. It's paradise. I just got here. It's nice. I drove 14 hours to get here from Chicago. Wow. That was tiring. And then I'm here and it's like super great. And then the scene goes from heaven to true. <laughs> and, I'm in Whoa. and I'm looking around and I'm like, this is not cool. <laughs> this is not cool. Whoa. <laughs> and then everything harmonized. But all I had to do was get face to face with this shadow monster that was literally like using every fear tactic and technique by tapping into my psyche to mm-hmm. break me. And I'm mm-hmm. just walking towards it with love and I just wrap my arms around it and it shifts. That's incredible. Uh, I officially want you and Chase on my podcast at the same time. Let's go. Because <laughs> like, let's talk about that magic. That's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, me too. Because I and mean, you know, yeah. the 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 darkness, really the darkness has nothing to be, you know, afraid of. It's just our own mm-hmm. labels and the stories mm-hmm. that we have associated with our fear. Mm-hmm. And then that's really what takes us is the mind isms. But when we're in our heart, like we're untouchable, like we cannot be harmed. We are love itself, like straight up. And so like I hug this being and I feel all, all of like this waves of fear come through me and it wasn't mine. It was Mm -hmm. this being's fear. It's like, well, what am I going to do now? All I've ever known is like siphoning the energies of the local people because they live off mm-hmm. fear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or is yeah. it, it lives off fear. There we go. And I was like, just shift it. Now you get to do the opposite. You know, and you don't even have to, you don't even have to like eat anything. You can just be the guardian that you were. Cause mm-hmm. in my mind, I think it got hijacked through some sorcery, maybe two, 300 years ago. Who knows? Wow. Yeah, but up there on the East Coast, there's some trippy shit. It was my first time on the East Coast. There's like druid circles. You got voodoo. You got like a whole other type of occult fucking magic that I had yeah. new experience with. And oh then I'm boy. just like, let's play. And I like landed like an energetic <laughs> meteor at the, the spot where it was, you know, it was its domain. I landed and that's right why into you its went. cave. Yeah. That's why you went. Yeah, yeah. there are no accidents. <laughs> No, there's no coincidences either. So it's no. just like, all right, I'm here. I show up. I'm ready to do it. And there, yeah. I, mean, I wanted to leave that night when I like became aware of it. I was like, oh my God, I can't do this. And then I was just like, yes, you can because you're here. Yeah. <laughs> right. You went 14 hours. Like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, I did 5,500 miles in a week. Good for you. It was wild. I just rented a car and just sent it. I was like, let's go. That's so cool. So cool. Okay. If people want to find you, where do they go? I will have everything in the show notes. Go. 
check me out on Instagram at Spaceman Samson. No P, no spaces in between, uh, except for you know the word space at the beginning. Um, <laughs> and yeah, reach out, reach out with any questions, any galactivated, uh, you know, ideas or you know, tensor realms, all things water, um, angelic Reiki, even Reiki, anything in between. If you have any questions, that's there's no two woo for the woo dude. <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> and before I let everyone go, I asked them one question. If you could go back and talk to eight-year-old Samson, what would you tell him? That's a good one. I would tell him, be yourself, be love, and fuck it all. Because <laughs> you're going to know. You're going to know what to do right when you need to do it. Yeah. So, That's yeah, I guess the best way to put it is use your head to live with your heart, little buddy, because mm. it's just you and me. Let me go out to get and make the world a better place today. That's so great. Thank you so much. Love your energy. Thank you for your time. This was epic. And I I got to collab with you and Chase because that just, to me, that episode could be like two hours. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. I want to get you on mine too. So it'll happen. Amazing. And thank you for this opportunity, this golden opportunity. And thank you. Hold up, friends, before you go, hit that review button and give this episode a five-star review. Share it on your social media and do not forget to tag me. I will repost you. Let's spread the magic. Also, 2023 is upon us. Are you tired of the stories that you're telling yourself? Do you want to create your dream life with that dream partner, that dream job? Create better relationships within your life. Good news. You have the opportunity to work with me in 2023. I am offering free workshops throughout the year. Keep your eye on my Instagram. In-person workshops, sound sessions, and one-on-one coaching. If you are interested in changing your life in 2023, send me an email through the link in my bio or find me on Instagram. Send me a DM. Let's make 2023 your best year yet. Until next time, ciao.